You are listening to Cannabis Confessions, where humans tell us their funniest, sexiest, weirdest confessions while we get high. No judgment here, just real human experiences. Hey, welcome back everyone to season two of Cannabis Confessions. I hope you all are doing well. Um, Much needed break and now we are back. Um, for anyone who is just tuning in, my name is Nova and I am the host and people call in and leave anonymous confessions and it's been such a joy to listen to, to all of them. So yeah, this season we're going to have a couple of new guests, um, to help me talk about the confessions. So I'm very, very excited. So yeah, I still haven't figured out a phrase to um, go into the confession, so we're just going to get to it. This is confession number one. I've never watched a Star Wars movie before. My birthday is on May 4th. I've seen plenty of reviews of the franchise on YouTube. I watched the Star Wars parodies on Robot Chicken and Family Guy. I even caught a little bit of Star Wars The Clone Wars. I also played a few of the Lego Star Wars games. I know most of what's going on in the franchise, but I never watched a single movie. I can recall some information on the series if I have to, but I'm not a fan of the franchise. Okay, this might be my own personal confession. This this is Nova's personal confession. Um, I'm not a fan of Star Wars. I I love this confession so much. Every dude I have ever dated has a fucking hard-on for Star Wars. And I have tried. I watched the original trilogy. I just smoked. I've watched the original trilogy. I just had to sing it. And that was fine. But then whenever I got to Jar Jar Banks or whatever the fuck, I was like, this is nonsense. All of this is fucking dumb. Um, I can appreciate, I guess the universe but overall no I can't I will say um when I was living in Florida I was working in entertainment at Disney for literally I don't know I did like the training and then I did entertainment training um And basically, I worked one shift um, in entertainment, and I got heat stroke. And I was also working at Nickelodeon at the time, um, and I kind of wanted to transfer from Nick to Disney. And then I did that one shift at Disney, and I was like, this is not the happiest place on Earth. This is actually hell on Earth, and I'm done. Well, because Disney is such a huge employer, they didn't really give a shit when I told them, like, I would not be coming back. (laughs) Um, You know, I would have to reschedule training. And they kept my fucking employee ID open. And they had Star Wars weekend. Literally, it was like a few weeks after training, and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go to the park and go to 
Star Wars weekend. And I went by myself on Disney's dime. And it was absolutely fucking incredible. It was really fucking fun. Um, I saw the parade. I met Darth Vader. I met Boba Fett. Um, Yeah, it was a pretty fucking spectacular day. And that was... (laughs) the only time that I really was obsessed or cared about Star Wars. So, I feel you. I feel you, friend. I fuck it. You are not alone in this confession. You are not alone. You you got me right here. I'm right here. I'm I'm holding your hand. <laughs> it's just like yeah. I wonder how many people in my life are going to be like Nova. We're never talking to you again. I'm like, bye. Okay. <laughs> oh, now for our second confession, we're gonna get get a little a little deep. I have a special guest here today, and their name is Oku. And Oku, do you want to tell everybody about yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Oku, also known as Okupoku on Twitch. Um, I'm in lover of everything cute and bright and colorful, um, and I draw a lot of art as well. <laughs> and that's awesome. Oku is just one of the first friends that I made on Twitch, and Aww. they're just like such a joy and just so I'm so excited that you're here. And I'm excited too. <laughs> I all right, this I all right. Let's just get into it. Let's play the first the first um or the second confession, I should say, for this episode. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. All right, let's listen. So I'm 19. I'm in college eight hours away from home, and I'm a transgender male. Today was a huge day for me because I started testosterone. I've been waiting for this for years, but it's something my parents didn't know I was going to do. My sister's also transgender, and she's been on E, estrogen, for about a year and a half, and my parents didn't know for a year. and she used their insurance and everything was fine but then here i go and i'm doing the same thing but it's t and the effects are a lot different than e um and they're quicker and they're more noticeable so i'm about and my parents don't know um they probably should know but i don't want to tell them because they'll get sad or mad maybe they'll kick me out i don't think so though they told me they wouldn't but i also think they might do like an ultimatum moment um, which like isn't funny, but it kind of is funny. Um, because I'm just gonna walk in one day and I'm gonna be maybe with a beard, my voice is gonna be lower, I'm gonna look different. I'm just gonna walk in the door and they're gonna be like, Whoa, because on the phone, I'm gonna talk really high, so they don't know. So I'm excited for this journey. <laughs> what are your first initial thoughts? Well, I think with this kind of thing, it's tricky because like everyone's journey is so different, and it's like obviously. It's so depending on like family situations of like uh, how people will react and everything. You know, it's interesting because I only accepted that I was bisexual a few years ago. And as you know, um, I'm in, you know, my late 30s Mm. and realizing that I can never tell my family they will never know that piece about me. Yeah. Um, and that's just because 
they wouldn't accept it. And for me, that would, it would just be too, too damaging, I think. To go through. Yeah. And yeah, it's... no, I get that. Like, I'm, I'm also bisexual. Um, but I also like, I'm like, I'm not sure I should put a label on it because I'm pretty happy just calling myself queer. Like, mm. I'm part of the community in some way, you know, I'm happy with that now. But I questioned like my sexuality when I was like, what, like 13, I think. And I had the whole like, you know, you're too young to know. But here I am still being like, yeah, that's me. I know. I knew then, I know now. Um, but my family did find out through like social media and stuff, they found out. Um, social was, media? Ooh, yeah, do you wanna go more into that? You can do. So I was uh, I was part of like this LGBTQ safe space account. I was one of the admins on it with my friend. Um, so I was on there and we would post, you know, it was just like it was cute little stuff about being gay, like <laughs> just like a safe space thing. And so we would do that. But my friend at the time, no longer a friend, but my friend at the time, her boyfriend started posting like hate comments on it. And I'd be like, hey, you can't say that here. And we'd like delete the comments, you know, respond to it as you would any hate comment. Be like, no, you can't do that here. That's not okay. And then she posted about it on her Facebook and tagged me in it on my Facebook. So she posted about this Instagram account on her Facebook. I'm friends with all my family on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook, but I'm friends mm -hmm. with all my family on there. And so she tagged me in this and my family found it. And then I came home from school that day and they like confronted me about it and was like the whole like, you're too young to know or that kind of thing. Um, but it's interesting because then it was just never spoken of again. Like they know, but it was never spoken of again, which is very odd until recently, I've got a lot closer with my sister and mm -hmm. she's said to me before, like, oh yeah, like I know that you are like this. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, basically we talk about it now and that's nice like my sister's like very accepting of it but like the rest of my family I just they know but it's just never mentioned <laughs> how do you how, how does that make you feel with not when mentioning it it doesn't bother me anymore I'm like yeah whatever that's just how it is like I'm like that's okay no worries it's fine because I have a very nice support community about it like about everything else like I've got nice friends like you Nova and um you know, like, I've got my own support community now, so I'm like, I'm okay with that. And they don't, do you find, I mean, I guess if they're not outwardly, you know, shaming you and it's just quiet, that's better? I yeah, think. I think it's like, I think if I ever, you know, like, was with a girl and I brought her home, I think things would be okay. I think they generally accept it, maybe a little bit pushback, but I feel like they would generally accept it. So I'm like, I don't feel like I'm unsafe at all. It's just that the topic is not spoken of. <laughs> and do you feel like this confessioner, um, I mean, I feel for them. And I also think it's interesting that the two siblings are transitioning and one yeah. might feel more comfortable than the other. But that's what I was getting at. Is that, yeah. that was that, is that correct, do you think? I think so. I think that's kind of what it sounded like that they've, um, the confession of thought that their family was more accepting of their sister, perhaps. Yeah, and I find that that's really interesting. And I feel for for these people. And also, I want to say, like, if you need help, you know, there's so many support groups, especially online, 
um, that will love you and accept you as you are if you can't go to your family. And what I'm really, really realizing now, and I don't know, Oku, if you've realized this, is family is really who you get to choose and who you yes. want to be around. Yes, absolutely. And Definitely. just because, like, you came from people who don't accept you, you know, but they raised you doesn't mean that you owe them anything. You Definitely. are, right? Like, you are your own person. Um, and I think families who can't accept their child as is, like mine, it's because they still see me as an extension of themselves and whatever yes. I do is a reflection of them and they have shame towards that. Yeah. And that is not on you. That is on them. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with you. And of course, like families are so difficult because you have, you have that entrenched system that you grew mm -hmm. up with. So it's, it's how do you unbelieve all of that and exactly. be and become your own person. What I'm very happy for, though, for this confession is that they have accepted themselves and they say that they're excited for this journey. Mm -hmm. And I am so happy for them that they are like excited for this journey because it is an exciting thing. Like it, it might be a tricky journey. Like it's not easy for definite. Like I've know I know other people who have transitioned, mm -hmm. and so it's not an easy journey, but it is definitely a journey. And you've like I'm happy that they have started it and made that process for themselves regardless of their family but I do hope that when the time comes the family is supportive I really do hope that for them me too and that's that's beautiful I think yes that they have accepted themselves even if whatever their family reacts Definitely. to and I think that's really beautiful and I applaud them and yeah the journey it I think the journey becoming unbecoming who you thought you were in order to please other people and becoming who you were meant to be all along is scary and absolutely beautiful at the same time and so rewarding absolutely um but yeah i was um talking about self-expression with some friends recently mm. and i just i realized how much more me i feel like I feel a lot more me recently and I think it isn't until you look back that you start to realize like oh yeah I feel a lot more like myself. Hey I was literally talking to a friend today on the phone and they were talking about how they don't feel comfortable in their in their own body and they were asking me they were like Nova how do you get there and I was like well for me I get tattoos like I get yep. a bunch of tattoos or I shave my head mm -hmm. um, and it's a way that I can take my body back exactly, um, and that my my soul has to live in this right like this the, whatever we we are our souls have to live in this we don't get to choose it but what we do get to choose is how that meat suit runs and get tattoos dye your hair you know absolutely get like muscles, I dye my whatever hair. yes and do you feel more like you after you leave the salon oh for sure yeah even like I was considering it recently I was like you know I want to grow my hair long maybe I should grow it back to the natural color so it's not damaged and I was like actually you know what like I take really good care of my hair it isn't that damaged like yes it's bleached so it's kind of damaged but like it's not that bad and I was like you know what it makes me feel like me the pink hair is now me like I love it so much. The colored hair is amazing. It 
it makes me feel very confident right and it's the tattoos for me I feel more confident and Mm -hmm. it's it's really like I go back to being a teenager of what did I adorn my walls with you know and it's kind of the same thing as my body like I have to live here like nobody else has to live here I have to live here what do I want it to look like what do I what even like the simplest thing with like your shoes or your socks you get to make those decisions and it's what do you want and you get to ask yourself those questions and really it's yeah right I dress in all these like bright colorful prints and colors and everything and it's like I I will dress like that and I think a lot of people are set on the mindset of like you know bright colors and patterns and whatever they're reserved for children and people see it as childish to dress this way but I'm like no it is just what brings me joy dress their age that's what i hear yeah i have to dress my what is your okay fuck that what does that mean it doesn't (laughs) like i follow this um woman tiktoker who i think she's 50 and she wears fun makeup like glittery makeup and and people judge her because oh you're you shouldn't be you shouldn't be like here again you're shooting on yourself You, you know, why, why the hell not? Why can't I wear like all of my, I know I wear like a lot of black when I'm streaming, but I have cute like sweatshirts that I got in the junior section because their clothes are cuter. Exactly. Why do I have to, why do I have to tone down? Because it makes you uncomfortable. Exactly. I don't get it. Like dress how you want. Act how you want. You know, it is such like a weird view like from my point of view I don't know whether this is like I think it's very much like a neurodivergent point of view of like not being able to understand like that people would be happy to be like yes I'm gonna dress as a for example 30 year old or whatever and I'm gonna just like not dress in fun colors and whatever and I'm like I how (laughs) how if that's what brings you joy then yes but I think for a lot of people it's not they just feel like they have to I I agree and I think at some point where whenever it happens your your sparkle gets dull and I think that's other people and you listening to other people and of course your brain and you you know you're still developing and all of that stuff so you're listening to all of these peers and maybe your peers parents of like you know you've got to do a b c d and really it doesn't fucking matter like exactly especially with workplaces like most workplaces become mm. open to you having colorful hair having tattoos having like body piercings and like you know all of that kind of thing like everywhere society is a lot more accepting of that kind of thing now so at the very least wear bright colors express yourself in that way because you deserve to for yourself you know absolutely and like even if you and if you're listening to this and you are realizing maybe you are not the assigned gender you are or were at birth like maybe this is your chance to explore of what you can be and if it makes people uncomfortable fuck them who cares like in my they don't have to be you they don't have to be you they don't have to look like you and I think when people start judging and start you know you got to do this it's it's because it makes them 
completely uncomfortable. Exactly. And I think you just got to, you got to do it for yourself. Like, dress how you want. If, like, but remember that you don't owe anyone anything. Like, for example, if you mm-hmm. are non-binary, like, you do not owe anyone androgyny. Like, dress however the fuck you want. Yes. If you want to present female, but, like, more feminine, but you are non-binary, there is nothing wrong with that at all. Like, if you are um, trans mask, then and you want to pre- present a bit feminine, absolutely nothing wrong with that. You dress how you want. It does not, how you dress does not equal your gender, you know? Like, clothes do not have a gender. So if you want to dress as something that society views as not assigned to your gender, who gives a fuck? Just do it. If it makes you happy, do it. That's, you know what? I just had a memory of um a boyfriend that I dated, oh God, 10 years ago now. And he asked me I would I always wear like fun nail polish on my toes and he asked me he was like Nova do you mind painting my nails the blue sparkly blue and I was like what and he wanted it on his toes and I was like fuck yeah I'll do that for you that's awesome he, he wanted pretty toenails and I think but yeah we could basically you do you boo if you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting others or animals like you do you like honestly be who you are and if it feels good fuck fuck the rest exactly yes exactly as you said that all day long (laughs) well oku thank you so much for being here and i'm so excited um but thank you so much for discussing this with me and being open about your experiences and you can um oku poku um they stream on twitch what's your stream schedule if you want to share yeah sure i stream mondays at 8 p.m bst and wednesdays at 7 p.m bst that's uk time (laughs) and then do you do you're doing stardew and what else are you doing at the minute mondays are art time and then wednesdays are stardew sweet okay chill vibes only (laughs) yes chill vibes only and just a sweet sweet community and again thank you so much Ogu for being here I love you and I appreciate you lovely to chat with you yes well you take care okay yes you too all right thank you Ogu for joining me on that really special second confession and I want to say for those queer folks or anybody that knows somebody that is in that community, LGBTQIA+, um, and needs help, please visit thetrevorproject.org or call them at 1-866-488-7386. Thank you again so much for being here. I love you, and I hope you can give yourself some grace and some patience to be you. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Cannabis Confessions, and thank you to everyone brave enough to share a piece of themselves. If you have a confession you would like to make, please go to www.speakpipe.com slash cannabis confessions. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of the human experience. Take care of yourself and remember you are not alone.